the things that a person and you're now and you're also in the beauty world which not only in the, in the body but in in how a person yeah. can feel comfortable with uh, growing up with aging with hello it's Eglantina Zing you might have heard some things about me perhaps and yes I am all of that and much more and in my podcast The Zing with double G I will be sharing my views thoughts opinions on culture society feminism sex and all of it all of that everyone is thinking but no one dares to talk about every wednesday i will be offering you a new episode with incredible guests from celebs friends big names authors artists and also since i love talking to myself will be only me talking my head the last episode of the season will be exclusively for you guys with my subscribers so we'll get to chat i will get to read some of your dms play some voice notes and talk basically of whatever you want so don't forget to subscribe join the fun and listen to the zing every wednesday you can find the zing at apple podcast spotify amazon music or wherever you get your podcast follow me at eglantina zing z i n g g to dm and get in touch let us explore and lose control <laughs> So you're one of the biggest creators and fashion designers in the world. Will you ever be able to take fashion out? Well, so I need to add it. This is so funny because yesterday I'm, I have about 3,000 books and it's like it was all in storage for the longest time. So I just moved into a new place and then put my books up and I'm going to every single book, whether if I did edit it or to do what with it. So I found three cops of the same book, completely forgotten, I opened up, this is my picture. And so Couture 21st Century is published by uh, um, Harris, London, and it was a series of designers, you know, and there was a bad picture, you know, and the whole article about Calvin Klein, it was just like, oh, you know, I really kind of gasped, oh, oh my God, I missed it. In the feeling of, oh, I do miss it. Yeah, it was just a very lovely moment, because I, I moved, I tend to move on, mm-hmm. you know, so... And I guess to your question, no, I mean, it's still with me because I felt like, oh my God, I miss it. But I know it's a very busy week and we're in the middle of fashion week and um, it's a hectic schedule and you're super, super busy. I'm just honored and delighted to be here with your time. And uh, I, I was just thinking really because it's the middle of fashion week and you shifted from fashion to beauty and wellness. So I'm like, how this how does that keep over and now you need one of the most important and uh most interesting uh, companies in the beauty and the wellness world it was it was it something that you decided overnight or no i mean it's only what you know uh, uh i had been in fashion for so long as you know right 14 years i've gone to calvin all the awards cfda you know. best all the books all the publications yeah by the way i had how many years were you in calvin 14 years. 14. And I have, I mean, not so humble. I had one award every year for 14 years. The Argentine. You know, I was just like, I can't believe I had, I opened up this box, two archive books. It's all my awards. Two safety awards and, you know, the, the Smithsonian Design Award of the Year. So it's like one after the next. Oh my God, this is insane. So it's been a very good weekend, I have to say, because it's just woken me up a bit. But the transition between beauty and fashion is just so natural because I always loved to see my first collection at Calvin. 
you know, part of the novel is my uh, my exclusive um, well at that time for that for that collection. And if you look back, I mean, you never seen more beautiful beauties. You know, they're all so gorgeous. They're all so fresh. They're all so unique, uniquely. You know, uh, just youth also contributes to all that beauty. But you know, there was never excess. You know, the skin we really spoke. Nurtured skin, you know, all this gorgeousness. I mean, very, very wet and beautiful and lit and eye, but just like so, so natural. So I guess it was already there, you know, it was already telling me that I wanted to go in somewhat in that direction, you know. And, and uh, if you go back to a lot of them, it's the same message. So I think uh, uh, by dressing the woman body for so long, you know, we just felt towards the end of my, you know, 14 years at Calvary, you know, to step into something that was newer for me to give me a new excitement, something different. You know, okay, I dressed the body, now maybe I should dress the skin. You know, I just felt it, you know, and uh, it was very natural, very organic in, in a way that we created this brand, the products, you know, they're never obtrusive and it's just very complimentary to everybody's skin and what have you. But also, I think it, um, it's a, now that you're speaking about like the skin and the youth and that wetness, what do you, what I think Costa Brasil also brings to the table, it's to give an option for all these beauties. And if you ask me how is fashion week, it's inclusive. Yeah. Fashion has become a lot more inclusive, which I think it's great. So my only question to you is, <laughs> my question is, what do you, what, where, how do you draw the line in between Creating, being a unique creator with a vision, and uh, and also having to cater to everyone, everything, everywhere. You know, I think it's so nice to have individuality. You know, I think because I'm a designer, yes, I embrace diversity, I embrace, I embrace diversity, I embrace happiness, I embrace all body types in Costa, for instance. But... Um, I think if, if I hope, go to a fashion, that is going to be observed, but I wouldn't be able to do it the best of myself, you know, for every, everyone, you know, because, well, every type, because um, unless if you do something that's really democratic and really in the approach, which Costa is, you know, if I had to do a Costa uh, collection again, I'm sure it would be Edited to a specific audience. And I think it's okay too. I think it's okay because you can't be the voice for everyone. You know, I think you contribute to the world, but you can do best. Otherwise, you're just like, uh, I mean, I, mean, I guess I've been a little controversial here. I like it, but uh, I think I, I love the, 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 the dem democracy of what fashion has brought today, which is something that is very beautiful of an American style, right? And if you think of all the large corporations in America, the gaps and uh, all this, those brands that we grew up with, I grew up with, you know, in the eighties coming to New York and what have you, they spoke of that, you know, there's a beauty of being in a khaki trouser and a khaki pant and it was cool to be in a white shirt, you know, and everybody could actually could afford and be that person, right? That spoke of also of morals, the way you grew up, just always another undertone of messaging on American sportswear. 
which is great. You know, and if you look at, you know, Steve McQueen, for instance, just what he exuded in the basicness of his, you know, in the, in the khakis and the white shirt and beautiful sunglasses and gorgeous car. So the lifestyle is created, you know, um, I think that's, that's really wonderful. Um, but also this is really, really wonderful when you see the creativity and the uniqueness of Galliano or just creating magic. Is that for everybody? No. Should be for everybody? No. I mean, it's how it is. I'm saying here, I'm trying to protect the creators out there in a sense. It's okay to do something that for your specific customer, because that's you. But in the beauty market, I think it's also a lot of pressure because now how do you cater to older women or women trying to be younger? We just saw Milano in the Grammys and it was such a scandal, the pictures that they took, or maybe they distorted the pictures, but the things that a person, and you're now, you're also in the beauty world, which not only in the, in the body, but in, in how a person yeah. can feel comfortable with I've... growing up, with aging, with... I mean, look at your mother, mother, how amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's a perfect example of somebody yeah. growing older, <laughs> most graceful, the smartest, the chicest. I mean, so, so centered, so beautiful. So yes, we are on, on, on a, it's funny because even the people who actually push the boundaries with their bodies, right? You know, change this, change this, change this, change this, and what have you. Now kind of retracting. You know, they're kind of toning it down. You know, they went through an experiment, which is very natural. You know, all tribes, all indigenous people, they do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it's, it's a symbolic. It's be part of a tribe. You know, that's what I like. And this is what engage. You know, so beauty in that, in that sense, you know, represents the, um, it's, it mimics, you know, uh, a socioeconomic, you know, uh, situation that puts you into that category, right? The beauty that I do here, Costa, is completely different. It's really about feeling good, you know? It's about feeling good, it's taking the pressure off, enjoy yourself, enjoy your body, enjoy the moments that you have, creating rituals for yourself, you know? So it's slightly different, you know? It's slightly different, but sometimes we, especially designers, we get pressurized, we get into that mode that we always have to have to have to have to have to do to do to do to do, and uh, and if you're not strong enough, you get pushed into situations. You kind of pervert yourself, you know, which is totally fine. As well. And you're satisfying everybody's yes, the stadiums, yeah, for this friend, yes. But still, in beauty for you, a person that's so aesthetic, it, there's there's is it a beauty that it could be inclusive in any shapes or forms or colors. You see beauty. In I 100% inclusive. 100% inclusive. That's the difference because I'm selling the best ingredients. You know, I'm selling a lifestyle. I'm selling a, a space on a planet that you can actually enjoy a simple thing, which is the Brazilian DNA, the spirit of freedom. So, you know, that's very different. Como você fala em português? Brazilian? DNA brasileiro. And you were just telling me now in the Amazon you were you were telling me. 
Yes. Every year when I was born, went away. Well, well, amazing. You're very lucky. Uh, I I was invited by uh, one publication. Uh, I was asked by this one publication to do a story telling or showing them how to source ingredients. So, um, and every time I, t I do a trip like that, I learn so much because obviously I don't know every single community that I buy from. And I don't know how the experience will be or it is. So, you know, it turned out to be. So this time we went to Manajo Island. And, uh, and when we got there, this one uh, uh, organization that we're supposed to meet had been dismembered. Like, and we just thought, no. So we get there um, and we had to find the people, the associates, all the members. So we spent like one day full on trying to identify who belonged to that uh, cooperative. So we had to look for the people who worked for the cooperative or were members of the cooperative. So we identified two families and we went to we visited with them, which was great. But did again, there was a surprise there. You know, I was like, wow, what, what happened? The story wasn't so great at the end because the story is great, but what's not great is to see that these people left completely unprotected. You know, people basically stole their work, their time, and I'll never strip them of pay for the services they did for all oh, year, you know, year and a half or so that they're working together. So it's kind of sad to see that. Then we moved on to another region. We flew back to Belém, and from Belém we flew into uh, another region, which is Tapajós. Uh, region where three rivers come together and it's just the most incredible thing. You know, islands and islands and islands and islands and islands, beaches, beaches, the sand is white as it could possibly be. And like the Caribbean, this is crazy. It's quite something. The whole experience there was this blue experience instead of green experience. Because you're like on the water, on the beach, you know, and uh, going to jungle forest and what have you. And uh, we finalized, I mean, this was like a tiny little boat, not a fancy boat, a, t a canoe basically, a canoe, yeah. Just across this from one, 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 uh, uh, regions, one region to the next, it's like 16 miles across on this one river, you know what I mean? It's huge. So um, then we ended up at this one amazing place called, uh, Ford Land, it's called, with, with uh, Harry Ford, built a city, an American city in the middle of the jungle to extract rubber. So it has been taken down, it's been protected um, by the government. So it's a landmark that people live there. And it's, be, it's almost like being on a, uh, on a military base in America. It's so wild. You know, this is the middle of the job. But the best thing here is... Uh, there was an incredible organization there, which we're going to be working with, which we're supporting um, indirectly through my parent company called Amris, uh, called MUCA, which is the Museum of Science of the Amazon, the Science Museum of the Amazon. So we spent incredible two days there in the region learning about what they do and how they actually going to uh, engage with 42 communities in that region. 
creating a real serious environment where there'll be progress in a sense, the, 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 you know, it's a real ecosystem. You know, and that's a dream as, as a, you know, as, as you go through to find to understand how to source it, when had to understand to see something so architected and already enough for the future and to support the region, uh, but protecting the land, protecting the trees, everything is just done beautifully. So, uh, the museum is up. It's called the museum because it's basically a school. It's a, it's a, it's an education. But it's a scientific center, you know, of technology, you know, where they research algaes, you know, which is so so many varieties, incredible, and uh, also um, uh, snake venom, net venoms, you know what I mean. So it was really educational. It was really amazing. We can go for botox, no? Yeah, that's where you get the botox. Yeah, botox. Yeah, from the snake venom. Snake yeah. venom. Yeah, but, uh, uh, that's incredible. And the the Muka was formed with a Henry Ford, or was something I now Muka oh. was formed by this gentleman uh, who actually lives in Amazon for the last eighteen years. Uh, he's an industrialist. I mean, he's a very smart guy, really entrepreneurial, really brilliant. Uh, when he lives in between there is about, and they, which in the reality is not that far if you think about it. You know, four hours on a plane, you're crossed. Definitely not in the canoes, in the canoes. You know, so it was an interest in, in finding beauty in nature and things that will be able to to enhance uh, your skin or the products, but with no uh, consciousness of the sustainability. And uh, yeah, so what I think is very interesting about Costa La Cid is that you're on, you're sourcing your 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 ingredients from a very natural way, but also with the consciousness of preserving our ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. But that's a big challenge. It's a huge challenge. Um, you know, it keeps going every day. It's another challenge, another challenge, another challenge. Which are like... Because number one, it's much more expensive. Uh, number two, you know, how we actually source, how we actually present with some unique ingredients that we find, we have to find somebody to actually produce it, mm -hmm. to actually to source it, you know. And we're a small brand. It's you know, it's not that we, you know, we have huge numbers. So to find partners that actually want to do that development and want to really dig, you know, it's somewhat um, challenging. But we are doing it. From those trips to the Amazon, do you bring something that? So that changes how 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 does that experience with nature change your lifestyle? In some way, has it or has it not? It hasn't. It hasn't. It has because now I'm learning, you know, and getting to accept things. Right? You just accept nature. You accept, you know, the weather. You accept. We think we don't, right? We we fight it, but it's so much more powerful. So being in the jungle, being in nature, with nature, it's really, um, I mean, it's beyond, um, it just brings you up a notch and down a notch, you know? You're just vulnerable. And that vulnerability, you know, you always encounter a little bit more of yourself. It's a lot of reflection, you know, that you, that you, that you, you know, there's a sense of preservation that you feel, you know, uh, if you really engage, you know, it's, oh my God, you know, uh, nature, but also yourself, you understand yourself more like a human being, you know, and, uh, 
and how little we are, you know, and how, 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 how beautiful the world is. So those are great things. And, uh, but also when I said, no, yeah, I said, no, I think that though is I'm just a little older. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I just a little, a little think older. Those creams make you, you look younger. And smell by that. Look at those. is like to drive crazy anybody. Yeah. And guys, you're experiencing the scent of Braille, which is our beautiful resin. I wish this camera could. And he done it. Sent us. And, um, it's, it's a Braille. Yeah. It's, it's a Braille, um, street. It's a Braille resin. Right? This is the sample, okay? This is the video, which is the real the resin itself. Which is like, wow, I love when it does it. So is the resin from a tree, no? Yeah. So beautiful. Incented. Did it look good? Yes. Not. <laughs> That's from your land, people. Yes. <laughs> and this is the candle of Leo. So, you know, phrases on the, on the, uh, I have this candle. You do have a candle. And I love, and I light it and everything smells delicious, but all his oils, all the creams, all the, uh, the products that he has are the, the scent. It's, it's so, and for many, but so you can make. The scent is uh, something that it, it's, I think it's the most predominant um, uh, sense that I have. It's, it's very unique. People have the ears and the, the eyes, the, yes. the taste. For me, it's the smell. But you know, the smell is the only one that actually can bring your brain to a, such a, a powerful connotation that it can either make you crazy, kill somebody, go to a shuluba. You know, it's not. Oh yeah, I said again. I saw a lot of scent, and your scent is um, spectacular. Yeah, the scent is really beautiful. It's kind of transporting. Uh, but again, you know, I need. I did not know when I found Braille. We'll show you this. But I was with the Y one at the Brazilian uh, tribe in the region of Acre, which is the east coast, uh, the west coast of the Amazon, basically. I just, I was fascinated by the scent. I didn't know what was scent and so beautiful while I was there with them. And uh, it was basically the stones, the rocks up there being thrown into, into the spire. You could have fires all over, you know? Um, and I thought it was strange because, you know, fires day and night within the, within the, uh, the community out there, basically because it was here to repel it, you know? And it uh, has multiple uses. Multiple uses. It was good to repel it, you know, and is uh, antimicrobial, antibacterial, and super powerful. And uh, that's beautiful because you were talking about how nature it gave you a different perspective of understanding and that vulnerability. But also to bring us together to those people, to those communities that have lived there for so many years, that sometimes because we're dressed or we are these people from cities we tend to think that they are um smaller so how this tribes teach you or what have you learned from being so close to people that live in such a different way than us well i think you know I, I, this funny thing because 
I always thought, oh my God, they're going to the Amazon. They're not going to, it's, it's so remote to sell this and that. I mean, people actually didn't live there, you know? It's like, I mean, you live there. So, of course, in a very different uh, sort of us, uh, um, in different circumstances, you know? But um, there are areas that are highly populated, you know? And then you see the migration that came, you see the people, how the mix, you know, there's a lot of ethnicities there. And to some extent, the, the indigenous peoples, some of that, the ones that I have visited, were very uh, uh, intelligent and uh, diverse and uh, even traveled. You know, the chief of this one community I stayed with. Brought them several times. He had grown up, he, 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 his father sent him to Hawaii to mingle with another tribe in Hawaii. You know, so. How did the father knew there was another tribe? I don't know, but that's the brilliance of it, you know. He just, you know, a lot of, a lot of those great indigenous uh, uh, tribes, you know, we think they're just there and lost, right? But they communicate to Brasilia, the capital, quite a bit. So uh, when I visited, you know, uh, the White for the first time, it was such a surprise because, you know, the culture is very strong, very unique. Um, uh, but obviously, just like we, you and I, you know, um, they, um, they're mature people, they're intelligent, you know. Ashka has done some books, you know. Um, it, it, there's communication, you know, which I think is lovely. Obviously, you go into the wild, the wild, you find tribes that have never touched, you know, civilization and what have you. And I understand so there's some in Brazil that actually do not want any... Uh, no contact. No, they don't want you. They no, don't absolutely. They're very aggressive. Because I think it's important for us, like those some, that fantastic knowledge that they know, that they have uh, about the forest, about nature, about all these basic things that we lost because we live in a world of technology, of a lot of comfort and different ways to survive in a city than in the jungle. But if in a way that these people will lose their communities or their, their belongings or their tribes, or they will start coming more to the cities, then you will lose that uh, the, that connection, that knowledge, or you will miss them. It's not that I want to have people segregated just in one place, but I believe it's also important to preserve them for their call. And I think Costa Brasil does that immensely for them to preserve their culture, their traditions, to not, yes, you can want to have contact, go on contact with, uh, with uh, you know, the modern world. But I think it's also important to keep that culture alive because if not, we'll lo lose all the connection yes. to what our nature and our planet is. Yeah, we're very lucky. You know? We're very close to uh, the wild animals. We love them. I mean, they teach us not a bit. Um, but again, they're very engaged. They're very, uh, they have, you know, lives outside the tribe. They're very protective the tribes. And uh, and the, and its people, uh, and the beauty of it also is that they uh, have managed also to bring their knowledge and uh, the cultural values, you know, to uh, a much larger audience. Where every June, since they, you know, there was a moment that the whole region of Acre was heavily taken by um, the white man, right? And uh, rubber, it was it. Everybody wanted to do rubber. And uh, and a lot of them lost, you know, properties and 
you know, the indigenous the demarcation of lands became quite, you know, dicey and what have you. Uh, luckily, you know, a lot of people have gotten their lands back, you know. Um, so, for instance, the Waiwanawas, they take great pride in showing people all their cultural values, all their rituals, and what so on and so forth. So, every year, uh, I think it's around June, they have the uh, a festival where they invite, you know, 30 people uh, um, that can come, you know, and, and explore and experience all the rituals. So, this is the ritual of of the fishing ritual, you know, what she does a dance the night before, preparing herself to go for fishing, you know, uh, the mandibles fishing to break, you know, food for the, for, for the, uh, for the village. So it's just remarkable. It's a wonderful thing, you know, all the really ancient sort of rituals that they do that, you know, otherwise be forgotten, you know? Absolutely. And I know that's important not to be forgotten. And I love what you're doing with Costa Brasil. We have, what's the next projections? What are the next uh, steps for this amazing ramp? Oh, my God. I mean, I think uh, this relationship with Mocha is really stunning. So we um, have some incredible ingredients. We found this um, this farm of spirulina, which is really amazing. So you can see some spirulina on the opera. We experience mat- spirulina masks with the natural, you know, argila from the region. Um, we had, you know, we, we did a sauna because this spree the farm is basically, you know, uh, imagine this airport hangar, right? With all those highs, all those pools and, and the, cult, the cultivated algae there, and it's super hot. So one day we actually went into the, into the, into the, the farm into the into the farm and and it was like a hundred you know i don't know 45 degrees you know what i mean so you're there you know like having this it's amazing and then the spirulita on your hair it's just like velvet you know it's amazing and then you could drink the spirulina and then we had pasta you know grainy pasta spirulina pasta with spirulina pesto it was just so many different things. I mean, it was fascinating. So I think that was, that was super exciting, you know, very, very exciting. So, I mean, the brand is growing, you know, we're trying to understand where to go and how to grow and how to grow, you know, and how to make a difference because um, I think we are, uh, uh, I think like beauty by nature, right? When you think about the brand. And uh, I like to think that we back by science because in everything we do, we try to be really precise about it, you know. And uh, our partnership with Amber is also science is in the forefront. And we uh, and have a purpose. So, I mean, it's fun to take that, you know, but it's tough to work those, you know, those um, make sure that, you know, we're not greenwashing, you know, to develop the brand based upon those values, you know? And sometimes when you, you, you run into uh, situations and, you know. Now, I love it because you become such a scientist. All this discovery, oh, no. all these ingredients and this people eat at the hair and the food. So like, uh, it's a whole new world and I see it in your eyes, but also I believe, oh, I don't know, I wanna know how the, like, 
Do you bring me anything? Because you, you now that you open all your books and you saw all your pictures from all your career and an unmatchable trajectory. Thank you so much. So you bring it, it the design into Costa Brasil. Well, that's a, a stupid question because the whole design is yeah. I mean, it was, you know, branding or the whole brand. I think that our packaging has a lot of great design. You know, it's great design. It's very functional. The way we create and you know our, our packaging still is not a hundred percent sustainable when we're working on it. You know, very honestly, I was just so. You know, um, the design for me is such a great thing. So, to make design sustainable is also very challenging. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we we made some good decisions to bread. We have to make more better decisions in the future uh, when it comes to uh, packaging. But uh, the visual approach, you know, was very deconstructed, you know. I mean, beauty there just became like the streets, became the people, you know. Uh, so it's um, and it's very natural the way we did it. Because it's natural for you, but look, the, the branding, the design, the packaging. Uh, so sometimes you have this feeling that when they say sustainable, like the new designers are always, or new brands coming up, like, oh, no, we're sustainable. And I know it's a challenge to, like, so what is the key to actually be sustainable and be able to survive also in the sustainable economics of having a brand? Well, for instance, you know, the, the reason that I was, uh, I engaged with this company called Amaris is because we, as Amaris, we have a, uh, it's a biotech company, mm. and uh, what they wanted to do, they want to change the way people actually buy beauty, you know, or you know, change the way people look at consumption of beauty, and it's very insane, and it's a huge, huge task. So the first thing that they did, they decided that they would have, they have like about thirteen uh, ingredients on the market as well. They're scientific ingredients. That was made in the lab to mimic, you know, the ingredients that you find in nature. Uh, for example, we have squalane, which is, you know, it's it's a compound that you find on, you know, uh, shark um, shark liver and so on and so forth. And squalane, of course, by being made in the lab, protects, you know, the environment dramatic because we managed to save about two million sharks a year you know, by being slaughtered and so on. So that's, every ingredient has that good karma because it's made in the lab. But it's made in the lab with a very basic thing. It's sugar cane and yeast, you know. So it, we, it, it's a process of fermentation in which you create this one ingredient that can be dissected into many other molecules creating other ingredients. So, uh, I mean, it's a big story, um, and what our CEO has in mind is really to make that, you know, big, you know. So that's where the science plays for Costa, which I think is wonderful. If uh, eventually we'd be able to incorporate, you know, a couple of ingredients, the sign, which marries science, you know, um, we still protect, we still be protecting, you know, those communities because we have agreements with them. You know, and because you also be able to show you to sell it, you know, the resid in its origin, 
you know, state. And then, you know, we'll be able to also create formulas based upon natural ingredients, also scientific ingredients. So there's something very amazing there, which is a very big thought, you know, it's a very, very big idea that uh, if we manage to change um, the narrative of how people consume, you know, beauty, we're protecting the world right away. So it's like, it's a win-win situation. But everything is, you know, a process, you know, very much like I'm starting this brand, the company also started this huge idea, you know, so it's a lot of bodies, a lot of, you know, mistakes being made and making mistakes and rectifying them and moving on. But you seem to be a very, um, a classic guy. You know, like, I suppose. Sometimes. But you have, uh, gods of steel to change and shift and take all these challenges from different, uh, I have to say, yes. Yes. We want to uh, clone Francisco's uh, gods of steel. And uh, I think you should uh, put this in a, in a scent that everybody can wear and and get a little bit more contagious, become contagious with the, um, your essence, your uh, spirit, and your vision. Well, yes. I mean, we have a fragrance, a uh, Kami, a Brill fragrance. I can't wait to see everybody smelling. Yeah, Kami, hopefully this year or next year is done. And I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. I'm looking forward to put it all over my body so I don't, I don't have to take any showers. And you have a windy. Be very sustainable because water is important. <laughs> Nothing like a get up bed. Banyu di get up bed. Banyu di get up bed. Get up bed. We got up bed. We got up. We studied the little rivers, you know? See, I just delight in the natural, you know. Uh, no, I'll, you have to put the perfume, you gotta pay then, because I'll, I'll just take showers with the perfume. Ah, there. French. We got back later. Very boys. Very French. can do that too. Yes. I love uh, having you. Thank you for, for giving us this time. And, oh my God, thank you. And uh, thank you for everything you do and the inspiration you bring to all our community, to every Latino, and with such an honor. And to everybody in the world. Men and women from all over. Gracias. What was that here? In the middle of New York Fashion Week, this man is very, yeah, very go. busy. But um, he's about to take a flight, but he took a minute to talk to us. If you like the conversation, share it. If you found value in it, learn more about Francisco Costa. You can follow him and you know the drill. Yeah. At FranciscoCosta.com. I mean, my job. At FranciscoCosta. My IG. My IG. We'll put all that there. Well, give some love to this man and a big applause. Obrigado. Tudo de Obrigado. Gracias. Gracias.